$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you believe in sports curses? Mike White, who's supposed to be the next big thing with the Jets, goes down in the first quarter, but they're saying there's got to be a curse on the Jets. And our question to you, the viewers, is do you believe in sports curses? Can't make up my mind whether I believe in them or not. Because on one hand, I say the harder you work, the luckier you get. But on the other hand, I'm very spiritual and believe there's a plan and all the rest. So I, I don't know. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, it is. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Welcome to a brand new week. And we are back on your televisions, Game Plus TV, all across Canada, all 10 Canadian provinces, two territories, and 31 U.S. states. Glad to have you aboard. And, uh, yeah, we're also on WQEE Radio, where we are Atlanta's NHL show, podcast and streaming. Uh, I'm in the South Florida studio for one more week. It's going to be a very big week here as the Stanley Cup comes here. Thursday for Game 3. We'll be talking hockey today. I got a bit of a roadmap, I think, not only just for today, but for the months moving forward as we welcome in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, Darren Moose DuPont. Uh, We're getting the howdies, the hellos, the bonjours, the holas. Chad Yanchiki writes in, says, good morning from friendly Manitoba. We're we here on Channel 1190, Bell MTS Cable. Uh, Ryan in Toronto says, hello from Toronto, Rod Squad. And uh, Ryan O'Reilly is checking in from Atlanta on WQE. So we got the usual gang, Moose, the gang's all together. I'm going to tell you before I jump into the quick six show topics, there's a few things we're changing here into our second thousand shows. We've been doing the quick six show topic for years, right? Uh, way back. Hey, Happy birthday to us. You forgot our birthday, didn't you, Darren? You forgot it. You forgot it on <laughs> Saturday. That? Everybody I did. It's okay. I didn't even get a chance to forget it. You, I had a beautiful message from you um, when I woke up in the morning. So that was nice to wake up to on the Saturday morning. Uh, my Dale Mike Lee reminded me, and I reminded all in sundry. That June 3rd, 2019, was when this show was born, 1,013 episodes ago. So there's that. But now we're into our second 1,000 shows. And uh, this is what I'm thinking. We're going to talk hockey. 
in hour one and all the other topics the rest of the way. And then we'll see if this stands. And then moving into hour two, because I'm a big pro football guy and frankly, a big Canadian football league guy. I'd like, we'll see how it goes, but I'd like hour two to be a lot of football throughout the summer because it is week one of the CFL. We're going to talk about that in the quick six, but I've got like 10 topics. There's six main ones, Moose, but then 10 topics and um, well, four more that we'll get into, and that has to do with hockey. So enough of that. I'll just tell you that coming up on the program today, Craig Ballard will be with us from the Locked On Blue Jays podcast, and uh, he's in hour one, and in hour two, Rob Rossi from the Athletic Pittsburgh, and if we, to talk about the hiring of Kyle Dubas, which happened on June 1st, what was that, Thursday? And can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan, and we'll jump right in. And again, it's always been the quick six show topics are of importance to me. But I'm going to change this up too, Moose, because I notice a lot of our... They, I was studying some analytics on the weekend. A lot of people don't tune in until like 12.05 Eastern and after, and they miss the top topics right off the top. So how about this? We'll open with NBA and blow everybody's minds. Gabe Vincent scored 23 points. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo each had 21 in the visiting Miami Heat evened up the NBA Finals at a game each by overcoming a monster effort by Nikola Jocic and the Denver Nuggets. 111-108 on Sunday night. Series tied 1-1, game three back here in South Florida on Wednesday. Now we're not going to sit and debate the NBA. Now what we do here. Point two, Justin Wright Foreman's record-setting performance helped the Saskatchewan Rattlers rebound from a 42-point loss Saturday night and dispatch the Scarborough Shooting Stars 96-84 on Sunday at Saskatchewan Center. And Kobe McEwen's 28 points led the Brampton Honey Badgers to the wire-to-wire victory 94-82 over the Montreal Alliance Sunday in the Canadian Elite Basketball League. So we get the basketball out of the way before all the regular fans of the stuff we normally talk about join the program. See what I did there, Moose? See what, what do you think about that switch? Not bad, not bad. It's like eating your vegetables first so you can get to the meat and potatoes. That's exactly it. And we can get into some story time here because I got the memory coming up and, of course, the Stanley Cup game two tonight, which is, of course, our poll question, which we'll get to in a moment. But we spent some time in the hockey rinks this weekend here in South Florida, went to watch a friend's kid play, Danny, Sunday morning in what I think was the Bantam Junior Panthers League Final. And the weirdest thing happened. Now, number one, I'm not going to name who the folks were. The Golden Girl and I were sitting in the stands, and uh, they were talking about what we're going to be watching on TV Sunday night, and she said, the Memorial Cup Final. They were like, the what? We're in a hockey rink. <laughs> These are hockey parents. But I understand. You should see the look on Americans' faces when I say that we're going to watch the Memorial Cup, whether it be the round robin or the tiebreaker, the semi. The what? So for the uninitiated, the Quebec Rempart say they can't wait to get home and party. William Rousseau made 32 saves. MVP James Malatesta scored his fifth goal in four games, and the Remparts rolled over the Seattle Thunderbirds 5-0 in Sunday's Memorial Cup final in Kamloops, B.C. This is the national championship for junior hockey. It is the what, Darren, the March Madness finale. It's the, it's the, it's the national championship, if you yeah. want to use college sports terms, of major junior hockey in Canada. The biggest of the big. 
and it's the first Memorial Cup for the Rampart who play out of Quebec City uh, since 2006. So I know, I just want to spend a minute on this. Patrick Wa, we're familiar with him. For the longest time, the NHL's wins leader as a goaltender. He's the coach and general manager of the Quebec Rampart. So congrats to him. He's going to the NHL. We don't know where, but it wasn't much of a game Sunday. You were calling the National World Paralympic gold medal game Sunday. So did you see any of the final last night of the Memor? In Camloop. I couldn't help but have it streaming up in the broadcast booth. Didn't mean I didn't mean I could watch it, but when we went to intermissions and when we had there was time, I, I looked in and you know Seattle put on some effort, some pressure in the third period, and that allowed Quebec to go back the other way and some odd man rushes. But look at Quebec proved that they're the best team in the country. They beat everybody in this tournament. They beat Seattle twice, and I feel like. For the first time, there wasn't really any upsets. I feel like the tournament ended up how it's supposed to. I mean, you had the top two teams in the country playing for the Memorial Cup. And you can take Kamloops and Peterborough and make them 3-4 in whichever order you want. But uh, I think uh, for sure they got it right. Quebec won. And uh, they're partying there. They had a watch party outside Videotron Arena, the 19,000-seat home of the junior hockey team. So I enjoyed it. And as is in my commentary today, it's a little bittersweet when I see them hand out the Memorial Cup every year because it just means one more chapter's closing of the hockey season. But what a hockey season it was, not just in there, but Connor Bedard and all the great things he did, which brings me to point four. The Vegas Golden Knights, who snapped the Florida Panthers' eight-game road winning streak with a 5-2 win in Saturday's Stanley Cup final opener, will be looking to grab a 2-0 lead in the best-of-seven series when the team's tangled tonight at Game 2 at T-Mobile Arena. Interesting. Uh, I don't know how much you... I thought it was 6-2 Saturday night. It doesn't matter. It was a lopsided Vegas victory in Game 1. So now we're settling in, and we welcome all the hockey fans. That's what you came for. We'll get to the pro football later. Um, listen, I could sit here for a long time and talk. I talked to the Panthers, some of the Panthers people this morning, Darren, by the way. I didn't tell you this. They said the Golden Knights are the best team they've faced in these playoffs. Right? So basically, I said the obligatory good luck. And they're like, well, it's going to be tough. They said this is the deepest, toughest team that we've played yet. And But hey, what do we think? That brings about the poll question today. Who do you think will win game two tonight? Key Auto Group brings you the poll question. When it's time to transition into the world of electrified vehicles, the all-new Nero Hybrid is the perfect first step. Call Key Yorkton Kia at 306-783-2772 or go to keyyorktonkia.com for more information. The 23 Kia Nero movement that inspires. Um, I'll say Vegas because why not, uh, Darren? It was Florida had 10 days off. They didn't show any rust Saturday night. Uh, they scored first. They played a good 40-minute game. They scored with under 10 seconds to go, I believe, in the second period, which tells me they were focused in that final minute of the second period. But in the third, the wheels fell off. They hit two goalposts in the opening two periods. Uh, the Nick Cousins, when he got robbed by Aiden Hill in the second period, when he reached back with a paddle of the stick, those were goals they scored in the prior three rounds. So, yeah. The Cinderella story, Team of Destiny Panthers didn't show up in game one. Do you think they do tonight? Yeah, I do. I think they bounce back. I think, you know, what we've seen from this team is if they do lose a game, they seem to bounce right back. And I think, you know, this is kind of a, okay, we're in the Stanley Cup final. Okay, 
This is the best team that's left. Um, we need to have our best. And yeah, we're used to winning all the time, and maybe winning's become easy, even though it's not. So yeah, I think they'll be ready. I think Florida wins game two. I really do. Checking in the text lines open, 902-518-3033 is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 902-518-3033. Jim Wagner in Balgonia writes in and says, Morning, crew. Showing up late for the show? Oh, no. Unacceptable. Have a beautiful day, all. Listen, whether it's right or not, it's what the analytics show. People aren't there right at 10 a.m. Mountain. 12 p.m. Eastern every day. It's a couple minutes in. So those first few topics might just be throwaway, and we get here into the meat onto the bone. Um, back to the Florida thing. Uh, I, what the U.S. people don't understand, and I, well, I, I, I understand at my advanced age, we're never going to educate them into this stuff, but they need to know that junior hockey and the NHL are interwoven. Like bread and butter, peas and carrots. Right? Like, for instance, Connor Bedard's going to be at the game tonight. I was reading this in the game notes. It's in the game notes that Connor Bedard and about five of the top prospects for the draft are going to be in T-Mall Ball Arena tonight for an upper deck hockey card thingabob. So uh, it's, a, it's a really big night. And, and I was starting to think, God, dag nabbit, maybe I should have gone. But this is my last week in Florida, and then I'm going back to Canada for the summer, which is another thing. We're probably going to do a live show. I believe now we can announce a live show Wednesday at the Beach House. Shouldn't affect the guests that you lined up, Clark, but we are going to have Bill Lindsay down from the Panthers radio broadcast crew. Uh, the Golden Girl Serena is going to be there. And I invited Jeff Chikrin to be there, the Ottawa product and longtime NHLer, who's currently on the Panthers television. He's an analyst. But I texted him, Darren, and I said, hey, Chick, do you, can you come down to the beach house on Wednesday? He goes, I'm currently in the car on the way back to Ottawa for the summer. So if I could be there, I would. But that's what a lot of Florida people do, Moose. They go north for the summer. How about that? So, yeah. so Jeff Chickren <laughs> isn't going to be around, but we, do, we will have some hockey people on Wednesday for our show live from the beach house. And inst uh, interestingly enough, the poll results so far, and Clark, I'll have you have a look on YouTube what it is. I looked on Twitter. It's like 53% saying, yes, Florida will win tonight. 47% saying, no, Vegas will win tonight. I'm guessing the YouTube vote is somewhat similar to that. Yeah, 50-50 bang on, Clark says. Who wins game two tonight? It, it's very tough to predict, but what the people don't understand, I don't think, Darren, is I saw this on ESPN Sports Center this morning, and you might have seen this stat on the Canadian channels. The team that goes up 2-0 in the Stanley Cup final is 48-5 in the last 53 Stanley Cup finals. If you go up 2-0, you're 48-5. I don't know. You tell me what you think about that because this is what I think. Well, the Panthers only pulled off the biggest upset in NHL history in round one. They'd never swept anybody before. They did that in the conference final. They're knocking off, bing, bing, boom, 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 all these firsts. So why would history matter now? The teams that go up 2-0 are 48-5 and all the time. That, that, that was what probably what Paul Maurice should be telling his players. That's why I don't think history matters. It's fun to talk about, but it's not a predictor of the future in sports. Change my mind.
Well, I think, yeah, over time, I think the history does, you know, show you how tough it is when you go down 2 nothing. Meaning, uh, if you bet on the team that win, that's up 2 nothing, you know, 50 times, 45 times you're going to win. Five times you're going to lose. But if I'm the Panthers, look at, it's not like it's 50-0, and 0, okay? There's five teams who have done it. Why not be the sixth? It's possible. Away you go. You know, in the NBA, it's a little different when you go down 3 nothing. It's never happened in the NBA. Almost yeah. happened by the Boston Celtics, but it still hasn't happened. So um, it's a real hole to go down 2 nothing. It's not impossible, but it's really difficult. Uh, 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 uh. The trolls are out. I'm just reading uh, some of the comments, and I'm not going to get to all of them. They're rude. Uh-oh. We, only, we have less than a minute left in this segment of the warm-up. Uh, people are asking about the CFL trade. We have a trade. Yeah, we did. It happened. Guys writing in asking me if it happened. I'm like, well, you know that it happened, so why are you asking me? We'll get to that. They want to talk about the NLL. Darren, do you want to handle it, or should I handle it? You're good. You got it. We'll do the talking. We'll do the talking. You all do the watching. Or the listening. That's how it goes here. We're going to take a timeout and be back with uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. A sports update. Week one in the CFL. Some big cuts were made. We'll talk about tonight's sports schedule and a whole lot more. We'll return in a moment. We have returned to Game Plus Television. We've got some nice text messages that have come in there. We're also live on WQEE Radio Podcast and Streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Nice work. Nice work, Director Jordan. A look at T-Mobile Arena. Game two tonight of the Stanley Cup Final going right there, 8 p.m. Eastern. The Golden Knights up one game to none on the Florida Panthers. Before we bring in the Moose back in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, a sports update and breaking news today. The BC Lions announced the team has acquired a conditional pick in the 2024 CFL Draft from the Hamilton Tiger Cats in exchange for national defensive lineman Jonathan Kongbo. That's Canadian defensive lineman Jonathan Kongbo. He was signed by BC partway through training camp before suiting up in the preseason win over Calgary June 1st. Meanwhile, the Buffalo Bandits crushed the Colorado Mammoth 13-4 Saturday night to win the best of three National Lacrosse Championship Series in three games. It was the Bandits' first title since 2008 and their fifth in franchise history. And Connor Bedard, or as my friend Chris from the Bronx says, Connor Bedard. 
of North Vancouver made Canadian Hockey League history Saturday night by winning the CHL Top Prospect, Top Scorer, and Player of the Year award. Bedard expected to go number one in the NHL draft later this month at 143 points in 100, sorry, 143 points in 57 regular season games for God's team, the Regina Pats this season. Olin Zellweger of the Kamloops Blazers was named top defenseman. Nathan Darvo of the Victoriaville Tigre claimed goalie of the year. We can bring the moose back in. Sports update is brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. And if I may, I didn't write this down in my topics, but uh, moose, in theaters, June 23rd, The Flash. Hang on. There's a word from Landmark Cinemas. Worlds collide in The Flash when Barry uses his superpowers to travel back in time in order to change the events of the past. But when his attempt to save his family inadvertently alters the future, Barry becomes trapped in a reality in which General Zod has returned, threatening annihilation. And there are no superheroes to turn to. All right, is the moose with us? Do we have him? There he is from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Sounds like a great movie. Can I I had one thing I wanted to talk about is streaming. Streaming. Do yourself yeah. a favor. Do not watch on Netflix or Hulu or whatever these streams are, the show The Girl in the Basement. Have you heard about it? No. Tell me more. Uh, just don't watch it. The Girl in the Basement. It's a guy who locks his 17-year-old daughter in the basement for 20 years. And I don't want to say much. I don't want to say anymore. It's horrible. I was dreaming about it last night. Don't watch it. The girl in the basement, highly upsetting. I said to the golden girl, this is the second most disturbing show I've ever watched in my life. And she didn't watch. She didn't even ask me what the first was. But uh, was. don't watch it. What? Dahmer? 2009 Grey Cup? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The movie Human Trafficking was horrible. Uh. Horrible. Um, Rob Anderson writes in. He says, good morning, Rod. Why was Congo traded to Hamilton? How the hell would I know? I appreciate the question. I don't know why the BC Lions are trading people. I'm glad that you think I might know, but I don't know. Um, Dougal Cameron checks in. He's uh, watching in Calgary. He said uh, on the 902 line, he says, I'm pulling for Vegas as the goalie is a Calgary kid. He looked pretty good in game one. Go Vegas. Yeah, it's going to be a good one tonight. The uh, poll question here says it's about 50-50 with regards to who's going to win tonight. Um, let me just continue with the topics, and then I'll jump into the CFL week one with a reminder that I said we we're going to save that till week two, but I don't know. A lot of times the plans that I make go right in the ditch. The viewers just take over. The inmates run the asylum on this show on a daily basis, Moose, as you know, and it was Darren who said... Well, you can plan for hockey in hour one and football in hour two, but if people want to talk more hockey, let them talk more hockey. He's the boss. But point five, the Toronto Blue Jays, fresh off a three-game series sweep of the hosting New York Mets, open a four-game homestand tonight against the Houston Astros. 
Righty Alec Manoa will be on the mound for Toronto as the Jays look to win their fifth straight game. The Astros will counter with righty Brandon Belak. I should mention this. I watched a lot of Blue Jays baseball this weekend, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Not just because they swept, but now they've won four in a row, and we've got Blue Jays podcaster Craig Ballard coming up. They were, what they lose, five in a row here a while back, and everybody wanted to fire yeah. everybody, and John Schneider's in, in trouble. I just can't, can't, can't do it. I can't. I mean, I do surf Twitter to see what people are saying, but I don't let any of it sink in anymore, ever. Like, don't try and have a debate with me on this stuff, because I won't listen to you. Do you remember in the fall? What did I tell you the hockey fans here in South Florida were saying at Paul Maurice? They're like, who is this guy? He's never won anything. And I'm like, yeah, but... Why? Just let him prove himself. And now they want to give yeah. him a 10-year contract. Like it's, man, it's a lot, right? You sh I don't know. Do you listen to people or do you not? Um, to a point. I think you can listen to them to a point, but that's it. I mean, the nature of the world is to overreact, right? Overreact in the short term for success. Overreact in the short term when things aren't going your way. You have to have some patience, and you have to be willing to look at the long, you know, the big picture. And I think, um, yeah, so, I mean, take it with a grain of salt, I think, when you listen to people's reactions, especially on social. Especially on social, but even there were people yelling, fire Maurice in the crowd at Panthers games this, because they weren't that great up until, like, February. And it's, you, right. just, you just can't. And on the flip side, they were booing the Flames in uh, October in the Saddle Dome. I remember that well. And I remember saying to the other media people, I think they're booing them down there. And they're like, no, 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 you're hearing things. Turns out I wasn't. Um, John Ohm, tell me if this is working again, because last week we were streaming only in the gong. You couldn't hear it. You got it? How's that? Nice. Yeah. John Ohm says, how soon can we get a Rod's rant? They're working up to it. <laughs> They're getting damn close here. Um, I'll just continue with my points, Darren, and then we'll see where it goes from there. It is week one in the Canadian Football League, and I wanted to bring up Bet Regal's betting lines. I guess we're going to play a very early deal or no deal. I'm not even going to ask you yet. We'll, we'll save that for later in the week. What do we do that? Like Wednesdays? Deal or no deal in yeah. the CFL? But these are the betting lines. Thursday night, the BC Lions are at the Calgary Stampeders. The, well, I'm not even, even going to be that big of a jerk and ask you what you would set as the betting line because I know you're not following the CFL at this time that closely. They just got out of the broadcast booth for the World Paralympic hockey broadcast, so I get it. The Calgary Stampeders are favored by three and a half at home over the BC Lions Thursday night at McMahon Stadium. Uh, how do you feel about that? Jake Mayer did not play at quarterback for Calgary last week in the preseason finale. Calgary at home by three and a half over BC. Sounds about right. What do you think? Yeah. It does sound about right. You know, I think it also tells you not what the odds makers think of Vernon Adams Jr., but more what they think of Nathan Rourke. And they expect the BC Lions to take a step back without Nathan Rourke. Um, so I don't hate the betting line, but I think Vernon Adams Jr. is going to have a chip on his shoulder and something to prove all year. I was going to say every week he'll have that. 
But Thursday night football, Calgary home to BC, Stamps favored by three and a half. Friday night football, Bolivai Mitchell and the Hamilton Tiger Cats go into Winnipeg. The Blue Bombers favored by four and a half at home. The Blue Bombers coming off a season in which they led the Canadian Football League in attendance for the first time ever. Bombers favored by four and a half over Hamilton. You know, quote John Frenzy here, the Hall of Fame broadcaster of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Bull really wants to win that one. Like Lynch says that all the time, right? I'm like, Lynch, they all want to win it. They all want to win every game. But no, but they really want to win is the way John would say could just see yeah. it. Can't you talking about this game? Oh, yeah. Is, hey, For we, sure. Yeah. Like, is there a chance of an up to, upset there Friday night, Hamilton at Winnipeg? There is. You know, all these spreads, I think, are going to be a little closer um, early in the year when we really don't know what each team is yet, right? They're always, you know, trying to figure these teams out. So this might be the biggest spread that you see throughout the week. I'm not sure. I'm guessing. I haven't looked ahead to see what the rest of the spreads are. But that's just because of Winnipeg. It's not because of Hamilton. It's because of who the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are and still the class of the league. John Ohm, who, by the way, was the rock star of the day on Friday's show. So we'll be getting him a hat to cover that green hair from the Rod Peterson show. Hold me to it, John. We'll get it to you. John says, what are the betting odds that Dupes' background is real or not? Undisclosed location. <laughs> All right. Yes. I got to stay out of the comments. The background is real, as is Darren's hair. Saturday football, Ottawa Red Blacks at the Montreal Alouettes. My guy, Cody Fajardo, who I thought looked very sharp Friday night. I, I can't believe that we haven't been on the air since all these things went down over the weekend. The Stanley Cup final, the CFL games, the Blue Jays sweeping the Mets. And Cody Fajardo looking great, leading Montreal to a home win over Ottawa. Montreal favored by, by one and a half on Saturday. I think, they'll sh I think they will give Ottawa a shabakling on Saturday. What do you think is going to go down at McGill? I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think that... You know, Ottawa probably favored in the game, probably should be favored in the game. Montreal is picked by most uh, prognosticators, betting sports books to finish last or second last. So I like Cody with a chip on his shoulder too. So it'll be interesting. I'm going to save it for deal or no deal later in the week, but that'll be a fun one to pick. Still don't know if Jeremiah Masoli will start a quarterback for Ottawa or not. The fact that it's a question at all. You can thank Garrett Marino for that. And then Sunday, it all winds up at Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton. I will be there with Kevin the Medium together, courtesy of the Edmonton Elks. Sask, the only road team favored in week one in the Canadian Football League, two and a half at the Edmonton Elks. It's funny, I wrote in the commentary this morning, is this a trap game? Ryan from Alberta wrote and said, for who? They both suck. <laughs> Noted. Two and a half point favorites, Riders at Edmonton. You taking that? Yeah. <clears throat> I like the preseason that the Riders put together. I think that has people excited. Um, I think that's why the betting lines are skewed that way. I think Edmonton is still working their way and trying to figure out what they are. And I like Trevor Harris in the preseason. I thought he looked sharp. He didn't see a lot of action. But I think they're, uh, I think they're ready to go. So 
Yeah, I don't hate that. He had like one series, but Randy from the Peg writes in and says, Great Cup preview Friday night. That's Hamilton at Winnipeg he's talking about. I said the same last week. Brian in Hudson's Bay, Saskatchewan writes in, the home of Trent Yanni and Glenn Gullitson and Craig Adam. It's the moose capital of the world. Brian says, hey, Rod, just, uh, just tuned in. Where do you have the Riders? I got them in fourth or even fifth with seven or eight wins. Hope I'm wrong. I have them in the exact same spot as you, Brian. And our odds maker or our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal, has them eighth overall in the Canadian Football League in their power rankings right now. Moose, when you come back in hour two, we'll be talking gosh knows what, but these are some things I do want to talk about. Mike Babcock going to the Columbus Blue Jacket. Patrick Waugh going to we don't know where, but I think it's the New York Rangers. Who's going to be the next coach of the Flames? Gary Bettman says the NHL remains committed to Arizona. We're still going to kick around why. And I want you to put some thought in this. I know, right? What's the toughest division in the National Football League? What's the toughest division in the National Football League? Those are all some points for our two. But when we come back, Craig Ballard joins us from the Locked On Blue Jays podcast. We're live on the Game Plus television network. Also, WQEE Radio in Atlanta. Podcast and streaming. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Live look in T-Mobile Arena, the site of Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final tonight, 8 p.m., Eastern is the time. The Vegas Golden Knights up one game to none over the Florida Panthers. We broadcast from South Florida here on Game Plus. And WQEE, the Toronto Blue Jays won their fourth consecutive game Sunday when Brandon Belt hit a two-run homer in the seventh inning to snap a 4-4 tie, allowing the visitors to complete a three-game sweep of the New York Mets. Vladdy also went deep for the Jays, who have won six of seven. They're home to Houston tonight. Craig Ballard joins us from the Locked On Blue Jays podcast. And Craig, I appreciate the time. It's always fun talking Blue Jays, especially on a four-game win streak. If you don't mind, if I, if I can start here. How would you characterize or describe this Blue Jays season to this point here in the first week of June? Well, uh, Rod, thanks for having me on. Longtime admirer of the show. Longtime admirer, Rod, of your crew. I know some of the people you got work with. I know it's a great crew as well, so I wanted to shout that out. Oh, yeah. And, and absolutely through. Thank you. Yeah, talking baseball. Absolutely. Thank you. The, the season so far, boy, boy, 33 and 27, a little over 100 games left, you know, have, have spent time in last place, currently in fourth place. My point being, there's a lot, but just on the surface, you you may be a little underwhelmed with if you're a Toronto Blue Jay fan, and and I I do get that. What I would say is, and, and everydayers from the Lockdown Blue Jay podcast will know, we've deep dived this schedule 
ad nauseum, Rod. Okay. And the first half of this season, the first half of the schedule in the season for the Toronto Blue Jays this season, they call it a bear. I mean, holy moly. So just to be a little bit above treading water, because the rest of the American League East isn't going to sit around and wait for the schedule to loosen up for the Toronto Blue Jays, right? We've seen how good this division is. So just the fact that the Blue Jays are very much involved in this race right now, because the schedule in the second half of the season is massively in favor of the Toronto Blue Jays. So even if they're going to this and after the All-Star break, even if they're a little bit out of, a little bit behind a playoff spot, there's a definite run to be made. The key rod is to just not get, you know, so far in the weeds, not, not let the schedule overwhelm you and get too far behind. We saw that in 2021 blue jays were incredible they were the best team in baseball the last month and a half of the season missed out on the playoffs because too much had, had gone wonky previous to that right i dug too much of a hole and that landscape in 2021 was nothing like what we're seeing this season in the american league East. so just the fact that the blue jays are around and involved in this race right now rod i'm actually pretty happy about about where things have started well, they're entertaining to watch, and for me, that's enough. But I know for the hardcores like yourself, it's not. You want to see them winning the division and contending. Uh, but I got to ask you, I've been around sports a long time, and when you see a streaky team, you could either call them streaky or you could call them cons- consistent. <laughs> Four-game win streak here, winners of six and seven. However, when they went on the losing streak, which included being swept at Boston, which didn't help. Um, how, w- how would you characterize the team in that regard? They go on long win streaks, but long losing streaks. That's not, that's not a consistent team. I would definitely say inconsistency is an issue in particular. I mean, the reason for the bald head rod is the inconsistency with hitting with <laughs> runners and scoring position. It's, uh, that is a, an issue that is, this is a brand new roster. It hasn't mattered. 2021, 22, 23, you name it, the Toronto Blue Jay team. When they get in trouble, they don't hit well at all with runners in scoring position. They, they morph into too much of a home run or bust, a pole or bust. So that's always that's long been my contention with this team is the situational hitting. And if there's one thing that just screams inconsistency, it's that. That's definitely going to have to you know shore up as we go as we go further in the season. One guy that came in that I thought that was really going to help with that, and it just hasn't been on display at least yet, and that was Don Mattingly. I mean, Don Mattingly, you know, Rod, you and I grew up watching Don Mattingly play baseball. He was a machine with runners in scoring position. Always had the right approach at the plate, always looking to do whatever. His stats be darned, how do I get that runner in? That's the name of the game is scoring runs. So I really thought he would bring that mental approach to the plate. I just haven't seen it yet from the Toronto Blue Jays. So yes, inconsistent is the way I would describe it. Again, for me, I'm giving the Blue Jays a little bit of leeway because some of the inconsistency, Rod, I think is built in from how tough this schedule has been, to be totally honest with you. But yes, that is the one holdover that it's never mattered. The regime, the manager, nothing's mattered. The last several years, the Blue Jays hitting with runners in scoring position, inconsistent is very much very much the word the word to describe that alec manoa gets the ball tonight against houston where are you on alec manoa and his 2023 season Rod, I, I may be hosting the show if I had a good answer for this, Rod, instead of, instead of a guess. Like, the, the, this, is, this is the trillion dollar, not even million, this is the trillion dollar question in Blue Jay land, right? My goodness. I do not know what to make of his 2023. You know, Rod, there are, there, there's about, about three or four uh, really reputable uh, uh, projection systems uh, in the offseason that, that take all their analytics and things like that, and they project how, how players will do this, this upcoming season. Every single one of them had Alec Manoa taking major steps backwards, have finishing with an ERA this season in the fours, so double 
what we've seen from him before. And every time I read any of them, the first one blew my mind. Then the second one, I'm like, this again? Then the third one, I'm like, you guys are absolutely kidding me. How can we see steps backwards from Alec Manoa? All of his stuff is excellent. Could one pitch, maybe even two, take a step back? I mean, I guess... I guess it's possible, but he's just going to fall flat on his face and none of his pitches are going to be recognizable. No chance. It's happened. It's played out right before our eyes. And I don't have an answer for it. We've heard so many different theories. Is it the pitch clock? You know, is it this? Is it that? I wish I had a better answer for you right now. The only reason that, that I don't think it's the pitch clock is because even when he starts out innings, so when he's had nothing but a ton of rest, like there's, there's just been no examples of his pitches being sharp this season, Rod. And I, I wish I had the answer for what to do with him. A struggling Alec Manoa against an amazing Houston Astros tonight. This is scary tonight, Rob. Well, we're going to find out maybe tonight what he's made of. But do you think he is? What player is he? Last year's Cy Young finalist mm. or this year's mm. inconsistent pitcher? Which, which is he, do you think? Or somewhere in between? I, that's a great question. I actually don't think it's in between. I think what we saw in 2021 and 2022 is Alec Manoa. Remember, he he came up in 2021 not because the the Blue Jays said, "Okay, you know, it's time to it's time to make him." No, he was he had a great spring in 2021, and then they sent him back to the minors for for some seasoning. He he didn't just knock on the major league door. He kicked down the major league door in 2021 because he was awesome. Yeah. He was awesome and did awesome in 2021 and did awesome in 2022. There are real life things going on with him right now, Rod. Like he's planning a wedding. Like, I mean, I don't know if things like this are coming into play, but something is up, right? Something is up that is out of the ordinary. Where, as I said, where I'm so stunned, it's that all of his pitches have taken a step backwards. You know, with Jose Barrios, once he shored up that, that four seam fastball, okay, he can be good. Kikuchi, a lot of Jays pitchers have one pitch that if they can shore up, okay, we're in business. Alec Manoa's got a lot of work to do with all of his pitches, so I'm absolutely stunned. Now, he is somebody who I feel like puts in work in the offseason. Again, maybe this offseason was different, planning a wedding and things like that. But going forward, I'll be stunned. If the 2023 Alec Manoa really is who Alec Manoa is on the big league level, I will be absolutely stunned. We got about a minute left and not enough time to get to all that I would like to, uh, Craig. But let me ask you this. Are they a playoff team? I believe it was this morning. I looked, they're 2.5 out of a wild card. Is this a it's a team that had six All-Stars last year. Playoffs the last few years. Are they in it this year, do you think? Absolutely. I, I really don't think there's anything that can happen, Rod, that, that where the 2023 Toronto Blue Jays are not a playoff team. And, and that includes, if we don't get Alec Manoa back to being Alec Manoa, way too much talent on this team, way too much depth. Hardly, you know, there's only two or three players on this team, Rod, who have hit their stride. I mean, we're about to see a lot better Blue Jay baseball coming, coming going forward. And again, the second after the all-star break the blue jays play 70 games 41 will be at home and there's a ton of last place teams on the blue jays schedule in the second half so individually there's so many players that are going to get a run going and from a schedule from a team standpoint that second half has a lot a lot of winning to be a, a lot of wins in there well you very much have me excited for the second half craig thanks for this let's bring you back then and we'll see where they're at i appreciate that i love the setup very professional looking and enjoy the game tonight thanks Rod. thanks for having me on craig ballard from the locked on blue jays podcast and the locked on podcast network it's just you and me next segment audience takeover 902-518-3033 whatever you'd like to talk about moose rejoins in hour two to talk about all these topics but particularly game two of the stanley cup final tonight also rob rossi coming up from the athletic pittsburgh we're back live on game plus television today wqee radio also podcast and streaming have you subscribed to the rod peterson show youtube channel yet 
Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Nice shots, Jordan. Nice shots or whomever's responsible for that. Tonight, game two, Stanley Cup final, Golden Knights home to the Florida Panthers. Check in the poll results, by the way, for Key Auto Group, our daily poll. Key Auto Group has the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the Parkland region. Cars, trucks, SUVs, your journey begins at keyautogroup.ca. 54% of you saying the Florida Panthers will win tonight. You know we're all going to be watching. And I can't wait. Uh, and we'll be back here this week, th- uh, Game 3, Thursday night, FLA Live Arena. Wednesday's show, we'll be previewing that live from the Beach House Pompano with some NHL guests. Hey, the eyes have it. You got it right in. I said this was going to be the audience takeover portion of our one Maybe the whole entire show. What you want to talk about, let me know. Rob Anderson writes in, who I believe, I believe is a Ticats fan. I apologize if I got that wrong, but he says, talk about week one in the CFL. Well, we already did, bro. We gave you all the point spreads. We previewed the games. What more literally do you want? Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, wrote in and said, uh, how about some standings predictions? Well, we've done that too, but you want us to do it again? Were you not watching that day? I don't, how many times, Clark, have I said it? Winnipeg, one. Calgary, two. BC, three. And get back to me after Sunday night, because Sask said Edmonton Sunday night to open week one. The winner of that game will get fourth. The loser will finish fifth. That's how big this game is. Jim Barker was talking about it when he was last on with us. Jim Barker, now the CFL on TSN panel. He said this is the game of the week by a mile. Sask at Edmonton Sunday night. And in the East, I've been on record as saying Hamilton first, uh, Hamilton first, Toronto second, Montreal third, Ottawa fourth. Would you uh, write it down, please? Thanks. By the way, football fans, Woody's RV World presents the summer football road trip hosted by the RP Show at Engelheim. Tickets are available now at rodpeterson.com. And the deadline to reserve your seats is fast approaching. It's charter transportation from Engelheim, June 23rd out of Regina, stopping in Saskatoon, to Calgary and back June 25th, two-night accommodations at our host hotel, Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport, with complimentary breakfasts, pre- and post-game parties hosted by moi and Saskatchewan alumni, and, of course, a ticket to the Riders and the Stampeders on June 24th. And now, Woody's would like you to bring a friend or a loved one on them to the game. All you got to do is buy an RV at Woody's RV. You're going to do it anyways. And Woody's will buy a ticket, a BOGO, so you can join us on this trip for the game itself if you're in the Calgary area or a bus trip if you're coming out of Sask. They will uh, ask you to bring your best bud 
your kid, your partner, heck, bring your grandma. Sask at Calgary, those games are always special. <laughs> John Ohm says, I'm gearing up for Rod's rant. Uh, I'm keeping a lid on it. He's really trying. He says, how about some golf or pickleball updates? We had pickleball in all these, this time slot last week. You should have been paying attention, John. You're not going to get me. Leanne has chimed in. She says, bring Serena on. How about you stop yelling at me? Last minute of play in hour one. She's a special occasion kind of gal, the golden girl. She'll be live with us Wednesday from the Beach House Pompano, along with Bill Lindsay from the Florida Panthers radio crew, the man who scored the biggest goal in Florida Panthers history. Serena will be on, and we are waiting on some other NHL guests. Dentor in Saskatoon writes in, says, Winnipeg, Calgary, Sask, BC, Edmonton. Oh, here we go. Jeff the Stamps fan says, Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Sask, BC. He's by it. Kevin the Medium says, Rod can't be right all the time. He's got Winnipeg, BC, Sask, Calgary, Edmonton. Everybody's down on the stamps. I don't know what's up with that. Allie, ah. We'll continue it after this brief pause on Game Plus and the key. Stick around. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 